0: This podcast was brought to you by mozo.com.au
1: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Finance Burrito. You know what time it is? It's time to stick the kettle on, whip out one of those remaining hot cross buns from the pantry and, you know, sit back as we take you through one of the, uh, well, some of the latest stories in the world of finance. Man, I, you know, I wish I had a hot cross pun right now, but uh, anyway, I am contractually obliged to introduce myself. So my name is Tom Watson, and aside from being a hot cross bun lover, I'm a journalist at financial comparison website, Mozo, and joining me today is special guest and fellow finance writer, or writer, I should say, Jada RM. Jada, welcome.
0: Hello, Tom.
1: Great to have you on. Liv is uh, is on a much deserved break at present, so it's uh you know, it's good to have you on board Jada. But before we get into the news, what kind of uh hot cross bun person are you? Fruit or chocolate?
0: Ah, fruit, obviously. It's yes,
1: a- thank you. There's no other <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, it is a sin to love a chocolate hot cross bun. Um, but before we actually do get into the finance news of the week, I think, Tom, our listeners need to be made aware of what I think is the hottest news topic of the week.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: so I couldn't help but notice uh, via this lovely Zoom call that you are now sporting a new fashion accessory.
1: Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I, As a 30-year-old man, I finally had a, the, I guess, a new quick midlife crisis and early (laughs) midlife crisis and got my ear pierced so thank you jada for noticing (laughs) Uh, i assume claire had nothing to do with putting you up to that
0: oh definitely not
1: anyway let's uh let's get into the news (laughs) here are the hot topics in moneyland all right i'll start us off today with the topic that just won't go away which is house prices um we're probably all sick of hearing about property at this point i'd imagine because it's dominated uh new cycle after new cycle this year uh but there have been a couple of new stats which have recently come out which are pretty bonkers and i thought i'd share so are you ready for some stats jada always All right, stat number one. So CoreLogic's National Home Value Index rose by 2.8% in March, which is, uh, at least according to them, the fastest rate of appreciation since 1988, so over 30 years ago. Um, Sydney alone rose by 3.7% last month alone, which is a lot um when you consider the value of properties um and what are the value of properties at the moment well the median value nationwide is now six hundred and fourteen thousand dollars and in sydney which is the most expensive city it's now (laughs) nine hundred and twenty eight thousand dollars
0: doesn't that just make you want to cry
1: (laughs) it does a little bit but this uh this second stat might uh might Tip you into uh, into crying. Oh, so, uh, I go into an article uh, written by Shane Wright last week in the uh, Sydney Morning Herald. 40% of first home buyers in Sydney and Hobart were already priced out of their respective property markets. And that's mm. even before the recent surge in prices over the past few weeks. So, things yeah. are getting pretty bad for first home buyers. Um, you know, I don't want to be overly dramatic about it, but, you know, if you just Like, reflect on those numbers for a second. 40% of first home buyers is a lot of people, first of all. And then, when you consider the medium house price in Sydney, for example, I know it's the most expensive, but at $930,000, a 20% deposit on that would be $186,000, which is a heap of money to save up, um, I think, for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. And for me, the saddest bit of it all is that a lot of like first home buyers, that is just all they want to do is they just want to own a home. They don't want to be like this big boss investor and have like, you know, 15 properties or whatever. They just want to have that like great Australian dream of owning your own home and starting a family. So it's just really sad
1: yeah i mean people want a place to live right um at the end of the day and for like you said for a lot of people that would be enough um so what does this mean for you um i guess i hate to be a debbie downer on this but for younger (laughs) Australians, particularly in those areas and sitting in hobart and probably melbourne um as well to a degree uh home ownership is becoming less and less obtainable, uh, which is, you know, it's a pretty sad state of affairs, really. But, uh, you know, on the flip side, we'll have to present a flip side. If you're a property owner, then times are good. So, uh, yeah, so that's my first story. Jada, what uh, what caught your eye this week?
0: Yeah, so my story is a bit of an upper, but also potentially a bit of a downer. So (laughs) (laughs) So the new story that grabbed my eye this week was actually about credit cards. So the Victorian Treasurer, Tim Pallas, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, uh,
1: I think it is, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Cool, sweet. Uh, So he's come out and said that credit card interest rates should be lowered since the cost of lending has plummeted. So he's demanding that a review be made into how credit card rates are set and regulated. Wow yeah and to be honest it's not that bold of a statement in my opinion um considering that credit card rates have not budged in a very long time like probably since i started working at mozo credit card rates have not moved at all and if you are not if you're the type of person and you're not paying your balance off every single month you're potentially coughing up a decent chunk of change in interest so to put that into perspective i'll give you an example Oh please,
1: Uh, yeah.
0: If you've got a credit card balance of two thousand dollars and a credit card with a rate of twenty percent, that's an extra four hundred bucks you've got to pay off. So not cute.
1: Yeah, geez, that is that is a heck of a lot of money. Um, And again, it just uh, it goes to show the difference, right? Because you've got home loan rates that are sitting around two percent, three percent personal loan rates a little bit higher than that kind of 4 or 5% and higher but then credit card interest rates at you know I know you can get low rate cards uh lower than 10% but the bulk of them would be 10 20% and higher right Jada
0: Oh definitely I've seen ones with a rate of like 22 point something and I'm like what
1: Wow that's a lot of interest to be paying um so best to avoid it right Oh, if absolutely,
0: absolutely, if you can. So what does it mean for you? Uh, not much at the moment because it is still just an idea. But if you do have a card with a super high interest rate and the concept does come to fruition, it could mean a smaller interest bill in the new future.
1: Yeah, which would be probably pretty good for some people out there. So uh, yeah, it'd be, be interested to see um, how that develops and whether that actually uh, gets legislated in Victoria.
0: Yeah, stay tuned.
1: All right, so my final story this week uh, is a topic that's probably going to resonate with everyone, um, at least. anyone that's currently in the workforce or has been in the workforce recently. So this piece was originally published um, by Dan Ziffer uh, on the ABC earlier this week, and it delves into the right for employees to be able to disconnect from their jobs after work hours. So the newsy bit here is that Victoria police recently won the right to disconnect following uh, some union negotiations, which means that staff now can't be contacted outside of work hours unless it's an emergency so that kind of makes sense if you're in the police right now
0: yeah for sure
1: (laughs) so this kind of um this right to disconnect it's um it's not a new thing um in fact, in 2016, France passed um, something called the El Comri Law, which enshrined the right to disconnect uh, nationwide in France, so that the you know, effective across the country. And a bunch of other European countries are looking um, to go down a similar route. So, you know, for me, it's you know, it's pretty straightforward. Um, this idea, um, at least the arguments in favor of workplace reform like this, um, because you know, in my mind, Workers aren't getting paid to answer calls or respond to emails um, yeah. after hours unless that's their job specifically. And, you know, not having that opportunity to walk away and to disconnect from your job, you know, probably affects people's mental health as well, especially now when so many people are working from home, um, at least uh, for some part of their job, um, not having that, that kind of like physical separation when you literally feel, physically walk out the door after work um it can, it can make it hard to disconnect at least uh, at least in my mind so what about you jada do you reckon this is a good idea
0: oh yeah for sure to me it's just kind of like common sense really i mean i've seen it with my own kind of circle like my sister she's a paralegal and one time she got an email on a saturday night and i looked at her and i just said don't even don't you dare open that like it'll still be there on monday just enjoy your time away
1: exactly right i hope you like held her phone across the restaurant oh yeah
0: (laughs) no because the thing is is that we were at home and because her laptop is just right next to her it is so easy for her to just open her laptop and say oh i'll just check what it is and i just said Mm. no
1: I think, that, I think that's the same for a lot of people out there too. So um, what does this actually mean for you? Well, if you're a, a member of the Victorian police force or your work actually already uh, supports this idea of um, the right to disconnect, then you know I think that's great. Um, in my opinion, I hope uh, this catches on more broadly and a better balance um, is able to be restored um, throughout the workforce. But um, whether we'll see this legislated nationwide like it has been in France, um, we might... Might be waiting a while. I I'd feel. Um, but anyway, let's uh, let's leave it there for this week. Uh, just a reminder: if you're a fan of the Burrito, then feel free to you know hit that subscribe button on your podcast feed or follow. I think on uh, Spotify it is. They don't like the word subscribe. Um, and also you know go and check out all the fun stuff that's happening on our Instagram and Facebook pages. Um, but Jada, we're not saying goodbye to you just yet are we because you're going to be back on the mic in a week's time right
0: yep you're not getting rid of me just yet so next week we'll be concluding our sustainability series by exploring the wacky world of carbon offsetting
1: oh i look forward to it uh and in the meantime we'll see you then
0: cool see you then tom bye bye Just remember, as Mozo writers, we're providing general financial product information. So we're not taking into account your specific financial situation, needs or personal objectives. We are not recommending any specific product to you. The best advice we can give is for you to make your own financial decisions and seek out independent advice. This podcast was brought to you by mozo.com.au.